I'm going to pause just a second to listen to the Michigan head coach here before we start, folks. Listening to Hawkeye great Danon Hughes speak with Michigan's head coach. Um, and so so you hear Michigan's head coach, if anybody's not, if anybody missed the interview here, and he's still talking to him now on my screen, um, talking about how they made a mistake. And we have to apologize for our mistake. We made a mistake. And then he compared it to a parent and the child. So a parent and a child. So a child makes a mistake, right? Because a child is innocent. A child is has not acquired wisdom. Okay? Sometimes it's a matter of bad parenting, right? But here's a situation where you have children... You want to call them children. They're they're young men, right? 18 to 22-year-olds and coaches, right? This is something that he is saying that we did, right? So I, I don't believe that there's any question about it that the Michigan coaching staff knew that Weiss had an illegal substance in his glove, okay? I, I don't think there's any question about that. And so to get up uh, in front of the television and say, well, we it's just like a child and how a parent has to... Uh, I don't really know what what was the point of the illustration. A parent has to apologize for their child. I I don't understand who who's the child and who's the parent because the, the adult the responsible adults here in this situation were the ones who should have been in charge of the situation and were not and allowed cheating. All right, because that's what this is. This is called cheating. It's called cheating to the game. It's called cheating to Iowa. It's called cheating to the conference. And let me say something else. I tweeted this out towards the end of the game. Okay. And listen, Iowa deserved to lose. The, 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 the hitting went away. Iowa struggled on the mound uh, greatly, and I'm not shocked. They played a lot of baseball and pitched very well this week. But I tweeted this out a few minutes ago. I said this, not to say that it, that it never happens in the SEC or other power conferences, but for a baseball conference that greatly needs more respect, failure to significantly punish a team caught cheating mid-game will only hurt the perception of and cause for the Big Ten. And now you look at it from really an unbiased perspective. I don't have to be a Hawkeye fan to see it from this perspective, but the Big Ten failed to act appropriately, in my opinion. This is my opinion here. I guess you can argue it if you want. But they failed to act appropriately to not only a disgrace to the game, but in a situation that's going to cost the Big Ten's only bubble team. They did this to the only Big Ten team that's on the bubble. So to eject the kid is the right thing to do, but to not – I don't know. Listen, I'd love to see the Big Ten handbook, the Big Ten rule book, but to not make this more consequential to the actual game. There's a kid who came in there, and yeah, you could say, well, he only threw five times. It doesn't matter. You're, you're, it's, it's, so you, you, we've had championships that literally have been taken away from schools because of – players getting paid i mean are you kidding me and here's something that's actually affecting gameplay and and all you're gonna do is toss this backup pitcher this relief pitcher give me a break i I think it's a disgrace to the game of baseball i think it's a disgrace to the big 10 okay and i credit the iowa coaching staff for not allowing their kids and for the whole staff not only the staff but the, the roster for not getting into it physically after the game Because if I was Rick Heller and that Iowa coaching staff, I would be livid that you have a team like Michigan, who, by the way, doesn't have any chance at the the NCAA tournament, 
cheating their way to the Big Ten tournament championship and having the officials not do really anything about it besides eject the guy, I, I think it's a disgrace. Let's take our first call. Thank you for calling from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Who's on the line? Hello, Corey. It's Derail MVP. Oh, boy. Here we go. Derail MVP. What you got for me, buddy boy? I think, uh, Corey, I don't think you're going to like what I say, but I think sure. you're being a little bit hyperbolic of how important. No, it's it got nothing to do with how important the. Hey, listen, it has nothing to do with how those five pitches impacted the game. Okay. A, it's the principle mm-hmm. of it. And if we're going to talk about dignity in baseball, specifically college baseball, you're telling me that you don't feel that there should be a greater consequence and a greater onus on a collegiate program that's using an illegal substance or a foreign substance. Well, might, we don't it. know the facts of the case. It could have, he could have gone rogue and just used the legal substance by himself. None of the coaches, hopefully, listen, Drill and none of the coaches, none of the coaches argued it. And the coach that just was interviewed on Big Ten, Net, Big Ten Network didn't argue it. Nobody said, well, we weren't aware of it. None of the coaches or the staff or the players acted surprised by that. What does that tell you? Oh, I think I think this similar the situation reminds me of the flake gate with uh, Tom Brady where you know they did something wrong and hopefully there will be a punishment for it maybe a suspension for this game against Rutgers coming up in what's 45 suspe- minutes yeah, maybe the sus- if they win they get suspended for the NCAA tournament but this idea that or perception that this is going to cost Iowa a chance at the NCAA tournament. I just don't think it's true. I'm not saying that it directly impacts it, but I'm saying for you to, in my opinion, lackadaisically enforce whatever the rule, and again, I'd love to see the official rule on foreign substances, and I'm not a huge baseball guy. This doesn't happen a whole lot. It doesn't even happen a whole lot in the major leagues anymore now that it's banned. It really doesn't. Um, And I guess what I'm my point is, no, that Iowa deserved to lose this game uh, from a hitting standpoint, from a pitching standpoint. I understand that. I'm not arguing that point. But what I am saying is I do not believe by any means that the the uh, discipline was appropriate to the act. Because Well, we don't know the full discipline yet. There could be more coming down the pipeline. He got ejected. You got to let the process play out. Now, if nothing else happens, then I will agree with you that more should have been taken. Okay, but here's the problem. This is this is the, we're at the end of the season. So either you take action during the game that the cheating is occurring during, or you or you don't. There, what what's the point of punishing Michigan? They've won the game. I mean, I, I don't understand. I'm I'm not even saying that necessarily that Michigan should have forfeited the game, but I, I'm just saying you at least take the count back to zero at the at a, at the minimum. You, you do that. How, how do you even count those five pitches? That's what I understand. How do you count five pitches that were illegally thrown? How do you do that? Explain it to well, me. It's I think something – I think the same, they have the same policy in the MLB. Now, I don't watch nearly enough to be 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure they just detect the pitcher and then suspend them afterwards. So this is in line well, with what I see. Now, is it wrong? It, it's, yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And am I saying this is not a big issue? No, I'm not saying that at all. But this idea, I think what needs to be more focused on is Iowa losing to Penn State on game one really hurt them. Sure, of course it did. 
And I don't think one guy, because we don't know, you know, we don't know for a hundred percent. Sure. The only person we know did something wrong was the pitcher. We don't know who else well, was involved for a hundred percent. Sure. I'll tell you this. He, he's part of the entire conglomerate. And I'll tell you what I, what, what I believe. And you can say I'm biased. If you want to drill MVP, I know you're not going to agree with this. I believe Michigan should have forfeited the game because you are, you are blatantly cheating. We're not talking about complaining like Scott Frost complaining about Iowa clapping and trying to throw off Adrian Martinez's cadence. I'm not talking about that. We're talking blatant cheating. I don't care if it was 30 to one. I don't care if Michigan outplayed him to the nth degree. I'm talking about the dignity and the honesty involved in a college baseball game. All right. Or that should be involved. I I agree. It's bad. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying to punish the rest of the players who may or may not have done something wrong. I don't think is right. Well, you may feel that way. Now, if it it comes out to where the whole staff and the whole team was all in it and this was their big plan, then we can rediscuss it. But for right now, I don't think we know enough of the facts. Okay. So, so let me ask you this. If the officials somehow launch an investigation over the next 30 minutes and find out that the coaching staff was aware of this, do you, do you basically change the game result around and put Iowa into the championship? Uh, I what would, do you do? Just give it to Rutgers? Uh, I would put Iowa versus Rutgers in the title game. Okay, that's, that's okay. so let's, let's launch this investigation. Case. Let's launch the investigation. I guarantee you the Big Ten does nothing. They will do nothing in the next 45 minutes. That's a guarantee. Oh, and if they and guess what? If they do nothing about it, then we can have that discussion then. But there's okay. still time. We'll find out in the next 30 minutes if they do anything about it. But they'll listen, right. Mi- Michigan and Rutgers will be out in the mound. Well, I'm hope I'm hopeful that's not the case. I'm hopeful they look into it, or maybe they say something later on that we looked into it. We determined it was just this one guy. He got suspended for the Rutgers game. We're gonna move on. Yeah. I hope well, they at least address the issue. Let me just make clear, Darrell and VP. I am I want to make this clear. I am not uh implying that the cheating involved in this game for Michigan um significantly impacted the result. I'm not claiming that. I think Michigan outplayed Iowa and in and basically every other facet of the game. I'm just talking about the dignity of the game, the ethics of the game. And to me, this was a disgrace to the game. And I hate it. And it's not, yeah, you can say, well, you're an Iowa fan. You're not a huge baseball guy. I think it's a disgrace. No, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. So I'm just, I think there is a, there is a certain time and place to say, uh, well, they all cheated. And they all did that. We don't know 100% sure. And I'm just saying, wait for the facts to come out. That's all I'm saying. And well, I'm, you- I'm not throwing it any side away or anything like that. I just want transparency. Well, let me ask you something, Daryl MVP. So, if, if because the Michigan head coach wanted to use this illustration, which is a completely faulty illustration about a parent and his children, um, if a child, think about this for a second, if a child makes a mistake, say he throws a baseball, we're talking baseball, let's, let's, let's make, let's make the illustration. A child throws a baseball through the neighbor's car window. Okay. Does that mean that the child, so you put the child in a timeout for 15 minutes and that's it, that fixes the problem. Or do you, is the parent responsible for paying for that repair? Well, in that scenario, it would be the parents, but I think the difference is 
one's dealing with a child, one's dealing with an adult person. No, like the child doesn't have enough forethought to see, hey, this could lead to a bad situation. This could lead to a bad outcome. Whereas the adult should. That's not what I'm. Okay, let's use a different illustration. We have a company, right? A company of people. That's a better illustration. We talk about a team setting. A company of people, right? You have a single employee that is found to have cheated another company. Does firing that one employee make up for the thousands of dollars that employee took from that other company? Or does that company have the company? Hold on a second. Does that company have the moral obligation to make amends as a company, even though he was the only guy cheating? Is he the only guy who should be disciplined, or should the entire company take responsibility for his actions? Uh, If in that scenario, I would say that one guy should pay the company. I disagree. Well, Well, yeah, he should, but he can't. But if I'm saying in this case, in this case, a simple ejection. Well, and I think that's where you and I disagree. I don't I don't think you and I agree on proper punishment for this. I don't think throwing a guy out and not taking any of the count away, not changing the inning, not changing the result at all is not a proper punishment. And so the only way you're going to properly punish Michigan, you can't punish the player any more than eject him. He's not going to play in this next game. I'm I guarantee you he's not going to play in this next game. But I'm just saying at some point the the conglomerate that is Michigan has to take responsibility to some degree for its players cheating. Even if the Michigan co- coaches were not aware of it happening and I believe I have I have reason to believe they were, but I'm just saying even if they weren't at some point you have to take responsibility for your players. They're your players. Well, Corey, this is, I guess, where we just uh, fundamentally disagree. If they're adults and they want to do something that's wrong, then they should be the people that pay the repercussions. And listen, Justin says I'm being crazy biased. Maybe maybe I am. You want to say I'm I'm fine with that. But I'm just I am also looking at it from a baseball and an integrity standpoint. Like Brandon says, it is about integrity in this situation. And had Iowa done the same thing. okay, I can tell you this. I would be disgusted by it. And I would not view this championship game the same because it's not fair to the game of baseball. Not only is it not fair to your opponent in the conference, it's not fair to the game of baseball. And do you agree with me with uh, on this drill MVP that it does not help the optics of the Big Ten Conference? Oh, no. Anytime anybody cheats in any conference, it, it doesn't help. And, and this, is a, this is a Big Ten Conference that needs more respect and does not need bad oh. PR. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with those facts on the ground. That's that's not what I'm disagreeing with. I just think what you believe should be the punishment and what I believe should be the punishment are two different things. Sure. Are we and I respect your opinion. Um I think yeah, you and I, I see yours too. I, I think we see it different ways. Um I again I just think that a company or a team takes responsibility for its employees or its players' actions. It doesn't sound like you feel that way. Um so you know. We have a, yeah, we have a, a, that's, you have every right to disagree with me. Yeah, that's fine. There's, and you know what? We can do it civilly and we can do it without hating one another and insulting one another. Absolutely. That's the good thing about being adult human beings. And is it, is it fair to say this? And I'll let you go, Drill MVP, unless you had another question. Is it fair to say that there's very, there, there is certainly a possibility that this, the fact that Michigan pulled this today, and I see Joe's comment here. Um, I don't know that it, you can say they've probably been doing it all year, but is it fair to say that if if he was caught today, there are likely other times where he has not been caught? Is that fair? 
I believe a full investigation into this guy should be launched in every game he's played in with the, and somebody should watch him and see if they can find evidence of him cheating in prior games. I agree. The, the final thing to move on from that is I don't think I was going to make the tournament now, unfortunately, because there was a lot of good teams yesterday that didn't win their conference at the mid major level, like a grand Canyon and Dallas Baptist. So, Corey, what are you going to take away from this season if this is the final game? Well, D1Baseball.com does think it's the final game. So I don't know if you're relying on D1Baseball.com, Drill MVP, but they do agree with you. Um, Yes, that's what I'm relying on. They also say the same thing for my cats. So We'll we'll see. I think the RPI is a really flawed rating system. Can we agree on that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Any rating system is going to have its flaws. And I think we're I haven't very, done a full deep dive into it. We're so. overly reliant, from what I know, we're, as far as the NCAA tournament selection with baseball, we're overly, overly reliant on that um, metric. So, if we're looking at that metric, I agree with you. I'd like to think that the committee uh, will weigh. Uh, Iowa's performance this week because I thought, you know, again, you you talked about them losing to Penn State. I, I, I get that, and that's the tough one. That's going to be one that could potentially haunts them. Can we agree on that? If they oh, end up, if they end up not making the tournament, they're going to be looking back at that Penn State game, not any series in particular. They're going to be looking back at that Penn State game and thinking, boy, had we won that game, we might be tournament champions. Oh, absolutely. I think the reason, not maybe not the main reason. I think we would disagree on that. But one of the reasons they lost today was just because they ran out of gas. Because they played so many games in so few days. I agree. I have no reason to think that's not true. But this is why winning your first game in the tournament is so important. Absolutely. But Iowa had an opportunity. I mean, it's going to be hard. Listen, it's going to be hard. I think it's unfair to Rutgers. Rutgers has not lost a game, and they're forced to play till 3 a.m. I think that's unfair. I think the Big Ten, the Big Ten needs to figure out how to make this tournament a bit more. Uh, I think there's way too much advantage here or there for certain teams um, based on scheduling, and I think that's you know when you're doing double elimination, you better have a, a good scheduling structure, and I think that's a problem the Big Ten needs to look at. Well, it's the same thing I say about the baseball, t- uh, not baseball, basketball term. I don't understand why they got to uh, crunch all these games and right before the selection show. Like, the right. selection show is tomorrow at noon. Well, Why don't we it. play this game like a week before? Well, the SEC is the same way as the Big Ten. Just pull that game back to Saturday. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to say because my conference does it, it's the best way to do it. No, there's plenty of things wrong with my conference. I agree. And I, I think it cost my cats against uh, St. Peter's in basketball. I think it cost Auburn their game against Miami. I think if you play so many, or Iowa versus Richmond, I think if you play so many games in so short of time and then got to turn around the next week, travel somewhere unknown, play teams you've never seen on tape before or have no ref- frame of reference for them, I think it's going to be really difficult for any team. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Yeah. Corey, uh, that's all I got for you today, man. I think the most important thing for people to do is hit the like and subscribe button. Appreciate it, man. Well, let's hope the Cats and the Hawks are both in, okay? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And make sure to get Corey. He's so close to 2,000 subscribers. I think we can do that before what? July, even? 
Yeah, I think so. Well, let's see. July. I think before August is is. I think below before July is a real is a is a realistic goal. Uh, I think before August is a realistic expectation. How's that? That's fair enough. See you next All right. time. All right, sir. Appreciate the call and um, good stuff. I, I have no problem with someone who disagrees on with my take on this, um, but I do believe that um, I do believe that we have to look at this from an integrity standpoint. I, I, I the thing is, so a player and I, I'll, I'll take this a step further. A player in basketball commits a flagrant foul or mouths off to the official and gets tossed. That that's not cheating, right? That's might be you might consider that an egregious play, and I, I'm not arguing that he shouldn't be ejected. He deserved to be ejected, and that's the proper punishment. When you're cheating, <laughs> when you're cheating the game, to me, you take that a step further, and ejection is not enough. That's just my opinion. Jared, the actor. Thank you so much for this, Jared, the actor, and uh, Jared's dad. He says, hey, Corey, giving you a super chat for my dad. He is shy but loves your show. We love your content and tune in every time. Appreciate this, Jared, the actor, and thank you to Pops for making this donation to the channel by Super Chat. Always appreciate uh, your phone calls, Jared, and uh, tell your dad, uh, again, very much appreciative of that. And um, I see the question in the chat from an anonymous person taking Iowa football questions. Absolutely. Absolutely taking Iowa football questions. Um, again, uh, if I got a little worked up about the the baseball result, I do have a real problem with cheating. And uh, here's a situation where uh, I don't watch a ton of baseball unless it's Iowa. And uh, I don't know the last time I've seen that happen. I certainly have seen it happen at the major league level. And I, I know it's happened at the collegiate level, but um, it does uh, upset me. And um, I, I know it upset Rick Heller. Rick Heller is a real mild tempered guy, but you could tell the Iowa coaching staff was not happening. I just, I, I do get annoyed. And I see this comment from Italicus. Uh, someone doesn't just put stuff on the glove out of the blue, he most definitely has done this before. Uh, and I know I, I tend to agree with you, Italicus. I know we can't prove that necessarily. Uh, but I agree with what you're saying, that there's no way the coaching staff doesn't know. And again, I go back to the reaction from the coaching staff. No no fight on the call. No arguing. I think this was pretty clear. And to say, basically admitting as much, right? Um, and now you could argue, well, maybe he was just taking responsibility for his player when he said, we made a mistake. I guess you could you could shape it that way. If I was, and I know that that's not necessarily Dane and Hughes' responsibility, and maybe the media is going to ask the head coach for Michigan this question. Although, again, I don't know if you know if he's taking questions prior to the Big Ten Championship game, but I would have loved to hear heard Dane and Hughes, especially being a Hawkeye, I would have loved to have heard him ask Michigan's head coach, did you know about this? Now, I'm sure he would have probably said no, but I would have loved to have seen that question posed. Um towards the Michigan head coach. Um, Edge says he was not good at, at hiding the substance. Yeah, it was pretty clear, right? That's why he was caught five pitches in. And it sounded like, according to reports, it sounded like the Iowa uh, coaching staff or bullpen. I don't know exactly if it was if it was player-prompted or coach-prompted. Probably coach-prompted. But uh, it sounds like uh, that was where the officials, that was when the officials were alerted to this. And uh, the rest is history. Um, Kenneth Sawyer is here. What up, Corey peeps roll tide. Appreciate that. Kenneth. Thanks for being here as always. Please be kind. It's not name call in the chat, please. Um, 
let me see if I missed any other comments. Uh, Brandon, I agree with this, that the optics are really bad for the Big Ten. And I know Justin doesn't agree with me. He says, you don't punish them all. Again, I don't, I, you're, you're, it, it'd be like, I'm trying to think of an example in basketball. Uh, you know, certainly you see uh, maybe situations where you have a, a bench player who is a really deep bench player who ends up, um, you know, coming in and doing something dirty. Again, that's that's dirty, and that's I think that's a different. We're looking at a different uh, category there, right? When you do something that's dirty or, or dangerous, that's different than actually cheating, just straight up cheating. But if you had a guy who the coaching staff sent in as a deep backup who somehow cheats, right? Maybe he's got, I don't know, how do you cheat? And I don't even know how you really cheat in basketball. Maybe you have some really souped up shoes that make you jump really, really tall, really high. <laughs> That's possible. But whatever the case, you do that, then you're looking at a punishment for the team, in my opinion. Now, maybe the officials would handle that differently, but certainly I believe that you'd be looking at a punishment for the team. Um. Let me just pull down the uh, chats here, see if I'm missing anything. Um, Mike says that it should have cost a run or something else on the top of the ejection. So I, I brought up the point that, hey, let's look at at least just taking the count away. All right? Let's just at least look at taking the account away. When you don't even do that, it makes no sense. But, you know, there's speculation on social media. Hey, should we have had how many batters were up, you know, during those five pitches? Potentially five because – you didn't have five batters, but I'm saying five throws. You could argue that those are those should cost you a run per throw. And you may laugh at that, but again, you're completely cheating the game. So that's my opinion. Um, Bill Smith says it doesn't sound like, sound like it affected the game. I've never heard of a team being forced to forfeit because of a foreign substance. It's pretty common. In the MLB, they check the pitcher's hand all the time. Right, they check the pitcher's hand all the time. And since it's been banned, Bill, I don't believe you may be a bigger baseball guy than I am, but I don't believe that it happens all the time. I don't know what the rules are in the major leagues, but to me, there should be a heightened punishment. This may be where you and I disagree, a heightened punishment uh, in college. That's my opinion. Um, but when you get to this stage in college, I do agree with Drill MVP that there should be some sort of, a, of an investigation because it shouldn't just be, okay, this guy cheated, so he's out. Uh, because there, you know, it's sort of like the whole uh, collegiate collegiate athletes, or excuse me, uh, Colleges, whether it be college football or college basketball, contacting a player through a friend or through a family member, like you can say, well, okay, the parents involved, that whole institution has to take responsibility for what that coach or, or contact, whoever, whoever's a part of that should, to me, should be a, a, a punished a discipline some way. And if the Iowa coaching staff was aware of this, privy to it, even if they weren't necessarily advocating for it, if they were privy to it, then they ought to be disciplined. That's just, again, I know I'm beating that dead horse. Um, again, tough day on the mound, and I can I can run through. Let me pull up the box score for anybody who just jumped on. Call line is open. I would love to hear someone else's opinion on the cheating. I mean, if you, I see people calling me out in the chat because they don't agree. They think I'm being crazy biased and way too, coming down way too strong on, uh, Michigan, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to take a call. I'm happy to take a different opinion on this. 515-635-1601. I'm going to pull up the box score, give people a quick synopsis. 
And of course, we'll find out very soon on uh, Iowa's uh, tournament fate. Um, and I do want to see here, I'm looking for the scores and the box scores. Um, so again, final score, 13 to 1. Um, Iowa finishes the day. Perhaps I can find this. Iowa finishes the day with five hits. Um, Michigan with eight um, on the day. Uh, Iowa struggled uh, from the mound, just just keeping <laughs> keeping batters on home plate. Way too many walks. Um, you know, Connor Schultz comes in there, struggles mightily. I I had a I had a nervous feeling when I heard that Brody Brecht was gonna when it was gonna start this game. Uh, he literally lasts a third of an inning and uh, has to be pulled. Uh, you have Nedved that comes in, and I, I mentioned on the show yesterday, I didn't think he pitched very well earlier in the week. Um, you know, Christofferson was maybe a little bit better. Schultz, you know, gave up. He was a big part of the struggles in the seventh, which is ironic because Schultz really pitched well yesterday, and I don't know if you want to blame that on fatigue. Um, but just a rough day on the mound. And, um, you know, when you struggle pitching and you struggle defensively and you dig yourself a hole early, and Iowa did dig themselves a hole as early as you can dig it. Two zero in the first uh, in the first inning, it's just hard to recover, and then you feel like you're playing catch up the rest of the day um, from a batting perspective. Let's take our next call. Thank you for calling from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Who's on the line? James. James, how are you, sir? Good. Uh, it's kind of been a while. I've been busy, so I haven't really been able to like listen or talk. But no, you're good. I've been here today and like i feel like if you don't punish all you i feel like if you don't make them forfeit right i feel like it gives another team an opportunity let's say you just suspend that guy right i think it gives another team an opportunity oh we can do this our guys just gonna get suspended but we can cheat our way to the championship if that makes sense like i say yeah absolutely i agree with you and if you've got pitchers that are i'm not saying that, that, that this guy was weiss is an expendable pitcher but if you could if you argue and they're showing it on the big 10 network right now if you argue that somebody is expendable then it opens the door in any sport for all kinds of, um, you know, just just dirty play or uh, cheating play, dishonest play, whatever the case may be. I agree with you. I, I just think there needs to be more of a consequence. And I know Drill MVP called in and said, well, maybe they will investigate this and and, and bring down the hammer. I, I doubt that's going to happen, but I would love it if it does. It should have happened during the game, in my opinion. Yeah, I just, like, I just feel like, like, Let's say you, you see Michigan get away with it. Not Iowa. I don't think Rick Howard would ever do that. But like, no, I don't do let's say another school. Let's say another school like, oh, with a pitcher we don't really need, we'll have him have a foreign substance, throw him out there. And then if he gets suspended, it doesn't matter. We can still maybe cheer our way to the championship game because we don't really need that guy anyway. So if he gets suspended, we're fine. And they think they can just do it because one player gets suspended or not the whole team gets suspended or gets punished. If you punish somebody right away, that will stop anybody else from thinking it's even like you can do it right yeah and and as ed mentioned earlier in the chat uh weiss was not great at hiding the uh, uh foreign substance so you get a guy that that can hide it and i think that's that might be the lesson that michigan learns from all this hey we just got to hide it better yeah and i mean I, I saw him do it after the first pitch and i was kind of like thought someone was weird but like 
obviously it's in our home. You can't really do much because you're like, it's, it's until Iowa realizes what's going on. But they actually caught it really quick, which is a good thing. I feel like that they caught it after five pitches and didn't let it go longer. I agree. But I just feel like, like maybe they shouldn't have got forfeit. I know it's me as an Iowa fan being like, I want the win. We didn't deserve Like I said in the chat earlier, we didn't deserve the win, but they cheated, so they t- didn't deserve the win either. Correct. Good, good. But I, I think like it's nobody a- really deserves the win. I agree. But again, um, uh, I'd rather take a team that's playing the game of baseball as it should be played. I agree. I agree with you on that part. But I understand other people's other part of it. I just feel like if you don't punish them, they will. Just maybe people will think it gets away. But have fun watching the show and uh, keep up the good work. I'll talk to you later. Appreciate it, James. Thanks for the call as always. And uh, yeah, appreciate hearing another take on this. Um, again, I. I I have not heard. I'm, I'm sitting here with the television on Big Ten Network. Um, I really don't think that there's going to be anything impacted uh, by that decision. I can't imagine that that pitcher is able to come back out. Can you imagine if he's able to come back out and pitch during the Big Ten title game in, in 10 minutes or whatever it is? I mean, I, I don't think that's going to happen. For the record, Iowa makes it just seven innings because of the 10-run rule. Um, now, it, this is an interesting comment. So Brandon says – let me pull up to the Brandon – comment he says that michigan players and fans were so rude today here in omaha that's disappointing to hear i know a lot of michigan fans who are very kind people and you don't want to lump a fan base all together but i've met a lot of michigan fans over recent time who've been very kind people but if you followed this channel back in early december all right you follow this channel back in early december you'll know that they're just like probably every fan base there are some michigan fans who are not the kindest. And that's the case with probably any any group of people. I'm un, it's unfortunate to hear this from Brandon that uh, especially baseball. Come on, what are we doing? Beautiful day out in Omaha. Um, you know, but it doesn't surprise me, Brandon. It's unfortunate nonetheless. Um let me get back over to the box score. Um, Huckstorf with the only RBI. I thought he had a great tournament. I, I've talked about him this week. He, he's just been great. Um, you know, Isaiah Fillard, I, I, I like Fillard a lot. Uh, had a hit today and there's a reason to be really high on, on Isaiah Fillard. I'm not trying to claim that there isn't, um, really good second baseman. And I think he's got a lot of potential. He's still very young physically. He's got the tools to be a, a really, really good base. Um, just a really good hitter in, in general. Um, and I think he's on his way. I was a bit disappointed at times. Um, he's got a lot of room to grow um, offensively. I'll, I'll just say this. And, and and a little bit disappointed in Keaton Anthony today. Had one hit. Um, but, you know, everybody. It, it, this was a collective struggle from Iowa's pitchers, from Iowa's hitters. And it's reflected when you lose 13-1. to uh, And I'm looking for anything positive in the box score. And there just really isn't. Iowa with just one error, I guess that's, is that a positive? Um, just again, I'm grasping at, tra- at straws trying to find something. Brody Brecht, you know, he's, for anybody who doesn't know who Brody Brecht is, he's an Iowa wide receiver, Iowa football wide receiver. So uh, I know people know that name more than your average baseball fan would. Um, you wish him the best and you wonder, you know, you look at a situation like Connor McCaffrey in basketball who eventually just gave up baseball. You wonder if if now I know Dane and Hughes pulled it off back in the day, 
but will Brody Breck try to play both sports for three to four years? People have talked about him being good enough to to get drafted well, but be- well before, which would certainly uh, potentially take away his uh, football future. Iowa is in need of wide receiver play. Now that you have Charlie Jones out, that's something we're not talking about. Brody Breck struggles today. Would he have an opportunity once we hit football season? Certainly you hope he can really give football his full attention once this season's over, and it may be over now. We'll have to wait and see what the tournament committee decides on Iowa's uh, NCAA tournament fate, but um, it will be interesting to see what what Iowa plans for Brody Breck. Um, Drill MVP says Iowa ran out of gas for the Big Ten and other conferences extend other conferences extend the postseason tournament by a few days. It's just like you brought up earlier on the phone, Drill MVP. Let's just back it up a bit. Let's start it. Uh, to, I know it was scheduled to start Wednesday. Let's start it start it Tuesday. That way you have an extra day built in. I don't know why we have to play games until two or three in the morning. It doesn't make any sense, especially uh, the, you know the night before championship Sunday. Um, and I can tell you this: I ain't watching Rutgers and Michigan. All right, I'll be following the game because I'll be heavy on Michigan. Uh, excuse me, on Rutgers. I ain't watching that game. Okay. Um, but again, credit to Rutgers. They have played a great tournament. They deserve to win this tournament. Um, and I think it's also weird, the double elimination when you have a team like Michigan who's already lost and a team like Rutgers who has not lost. To me, Michigan should have to beat Rutgers twice. Well, I don't understand why they don't have to. I, I know that it's winner take all, but uh, make them play till 4 a.m. We've been doing it all week. <laughs> um, but Rutgers should only have to win once. That, that should be That's what double elimination is. I don't know why that goes away in the championship game. Maybe that's standard across the board in these ty- formatted types of, of sporting events tournaments but I don't quite understand uh, why that's the case. Um, okay, couple reminders here, folks. This show is uploaded on the podcast, so Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. Please subscribe here on YouTube. Also subscribe via podcast. I'm on YouTube, Twitter. We need to get Facebook likes up. So uh, you know, I need to do better with social media. We're doing great building the channel here on YouTube. Need to do better with Facebook, all right? And Twitter, I know, is a little bit slower Please give the, the Facebook page a like, a like from the Hawkeye of the Storm on Facebook. If you have a Facebook account, even if you don't use it, certainly helps. Similar to how subscribing to YouTube helps the algorithm, it helps on Facebook as well. So please give the page a thumbs up, a like, a like and follow. Um, on Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. Central Time, if you're new to the channel, every Tuesday over at Iowa Football at the Voice of College Football on YouTube. It's Iowa Hawkeyes Live with Mark Rogers, the voice of college football, and myself every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. Central Time. So you need to be subscribed here, subscribed over at the football channel. Um, and again, off-season coverage all off-season long. And just a reminder, too, um, please share the show on social media if you've not already done so. If you're interested in making a donation, there's a link in the channel description below. Again, thank you to Jared, the actor, and his father for making the Super Chat donation tonight. Very much appreciated, but you can donate via PayPal in the channel description below. All right, folks, I think that's all there is for today. A disappointing end, Iowa falling again to the Michigan Cheaters, 13-11 in Game 2 of the Big Ten Tournament semifinals. We'll wait and see. Is Iowa in? Are they out? Some differing opinions I know across the board. D1 Baseball, one of the more well-known units, is uh, predicting that Iowa will miss the tournament. Not even really on the bubble, according to D1Baseball.com. But we'll just have to wait and see. Hold your breath. Perhaps they get a late bid. Appreciate all the support this week. Again, please, please, please 
subscribe, hit the like button, and I will talk to you soon.